Breaking tonight, we're learning that President Biden's son is being indicted on three gun charges. All of this comes days after Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy announced a political inquiry to impeach Joe Biden based on his son's business dealings. Will the president's son actually sink Joe Biden's chances of re-election? And what does that mean for Donald Trump? All of that is coming up. Gun charges aside, this week was an opening salvo in a determined effort to topple Joe Biden. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narrative. Here's the five-page indictment handed down by special counsel David Weiss about Hunter Biden. Nothing unexpected here, but Hunter's attorney, Abby Lowell, points out that they had already struck a plea deal bargain to get Biden off these charges. Of course, this really isn't an inquiry or an indictment of the president's son. It is about denying Joe Biden a second term and reinstalling Donald Trump as the U.S. president. Now, to be clear, it's very disturbing that the president's son trafficked in his father's name and received large salaries paid by semi-legitimate companies and countries from Eastern Europe and China. The White House and Democratic media can pretend otherwise, but it's pretty obvious. The very existence of these deals means Hunter Biden was involved in some sort of influence scheme, whether he was aware of it or not. The White House argues there's no evidence the president himself was involved in Hunter's business. Secondly, they argue, the allegations predate his presidency and that the claims don't involve his actions as president right now. The second part of that claim is likely true. None of these allegations seem to come from his current term as president of the United States. But the first part, well, that's beginning to strain credulity, and we'll have much more about that coming up. The left-leaning media is wasting no time parroting the official White House position. Have literally been looking for evidence of this for years and have not yet found any. This House Speaker is now greenlighting an investigation into Biden without any evidence of wrongdoing. I'm going to reiterate to the audience because we need to be clear. There is not evidence. Well, they don't have evidence yet to prove that very serious allegation. Again, uh, no evidence that we have seen. As for evidence, though, there hasn't been any. House Republicans have still not delivered any proof of President Biden directly benefiting from his son's business dealings. Over on Fox News, there's the Kremlin's chief propagandist, Sean Hannity, going for the jugular, leapfrogging an inquiry, avoiding the Senate, and going right to a conviction. Hannity saying in primetime there is no doubt of the president's involvement. We have full-on panic at the Biden White House tonight. Joe Biden is now facing what a very serious impeachment inquiry over an extensive multi-million dollar, what I'm calling the Joe Biden bribery money laundering corruption scheme allegations. It involves Joe, it involves his zero experienced son Hunter and other members of the Biden family syndicate. Or if you're in Fulton County, Georgia, that would be called an enterprise. They like that word down there. Anyway, these are legitimate allegations backed up with a mountain of very real evidence. And while everyone is innocent until proven guilty, uh, there is no doubt that Joe Biden participated in Hunter's shady foreign business deals. We're talking about tens of millions of dollars. And Joe Biden did it as vice president. And that's the real problem. This impeachment inquiry isn't about McCarthy. It's not even about Joe and Hunter Biden. It's about a concerted effort by the enemies of democracy to get Donald Trump re-elected. Members of the GOP caucus know the inquiry cannot be seriously predicated on what is currently known and even what is alleged. But what they and the Democrats are eyeing is recent polling showing Joe Biden at 46% tied to Trump 
and showing a large number of Americans believe Biden is corrupt. The White House wants us to believe that the entire thing is a political stunt designed to poison the well for Biden in the propaganda-controlled red states while diminishing the weight of the importance of the impeachment process. But this isn't just a GOP stunt. It's very likely a very well-organized and funded Chinese and Russian effort to delegitimize Biden and re-elect Donald Trump. And we have brand new evidence tonight of just that. One of the committees charged to run the impeachment process is the weaponization of the FBI committee, headed up by Representative Jim Jordan. Jordan's committee was set up to taint the DOJ and the FBI for its investigations into Donald Trump and Jan 6. The committee has gone as far as threatening to impeach the FBI director, and now they're calling to defund the Department of Justice. A few weeks ago, an FBI counterintelligence agent named Jonathan Boomer went public in a whistleblower complaint, alleging that FBI managers helped promote Hunter Biden's Burisma allegations that he uncovered, while they also suppressed investigations into Rudy Giuliani's Ukrainian and Russian ties. The whistleblower complaint raises more questions than it does answers, but we'll leave that for another day. However, buried inside the report, the FBI counterintelligence agent reveals the stunning origins of the Hunter Biden Burisma story. So Jonathan Boomer, the FBI counterintelligence agent, says that Rowley and The Economist, these are two codenames for his sources, provided me with a thumb drive with supporting documentation, much of which was in the Ukrainian language. I was put in touch with two agents who were very interested in the information due to its relation to the ongoing investigation of what was then mostly involving allegations of Hunter's involvement with drugs and prostitution. And at that time, Joe Biden was not yet the uh, Democratic nominee. I, I said to my, my co-handling agent, I said to him, why do they keep going back to the Bidens? So what if this is the leading edge of uh, a disinformation campaign to create a theme uh, of uh, derogatory information about the Bidens in anticipation that Biden would be Trump's main political rival? Later on, the counterintelligence agent says he received a call from the White House Special Events Intelligence Agency's National Name Check Program asking about one of his confidential informants named Dynamo. He goes on to say, Dynamo had taken Rowley and The Economist, these are two other confidential informants, to a special event, during which Rowley gave the same thumb drive with derogatory information on it concerning Burisma to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Isn't it interesting that the origin of the Burisma allegations came in a thumb drive from someone involved in what could be suspected disinformation activity in the United States, and it was handed to an FBI counterintelligence a agent and also to Mike Pompeo, likely, it seems, at a White House event. Both these things are extremely important in understanding that we probably would not have even heard of Hunter Biden and Burisma had it not been for a disinformation effort which began with Russian intelligence officials seeding the information into the FBI and into Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, and also likely into the very same Jim Jordan, who's running the same committee that we're talking about, the weaponization of the FBI committee. We don't know why Jim Jordan, who has seen these allegations, never included them in his committee. But what it does show is that the Hunter Biden story is a Russian election interference operation, likely backed by information from Beijing. That is what should worry Democrats the most. What we have here is not just a GOP campaign to discredit Biden, but a Russian and Chinese campaign weaponizing the FBI and Congress's committees 
and the impeachment process to take out Joe Biden. Which brings us back to Florida Congressman Matt Gates, who's firmly involved in the Russian wing of the GOP, shall we say. He went on MSNBC to give us what is really a spoiler of where the scandal is heading. The high crime and misdemeanor to me is bribery. I mean, when you've got Joe Biden participating in 16 meetings with Hunter Biden's business partners, and you can't even really call them that, they're just more like bribe payers because there was no business. And then to watch the White House shift its position pretty substantially from, I never talked to my son about his business deals to, well, I wasn't in business with my son. It's quite the tell that there's a lot going on here. And I also look at the government actions. Everybody talks about the bribes paid, but I look at what people got for those bribes. The Chinese were plowing in a lot of this money. And in exchange, in one of his first acts, Joe Biden dissolved the China initiative at the Department of Justice that President Trump had set up to go after Chinese malign influence. So then along comes the highly respected and meticulous David Ignatius with a Washington Post op-ed suggesting Biden not run in 2024. That is an absolute stunner. Ignatius is highly regarded, makes no mistakes, and most importantly, has the ear of the intelligence community. Many have said the reason Ignatius reached his opinion is about Biden's age, But a read of his column highlights this paragraph. Biden has never been good at saying no. He should have resisted the choice of Harris, who was a colleague of his beloved son, Beau, when they were both the state attorneys general. He should have blocked then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan, which has done considerable damage to the island's security. He should have stopped his son, Hunter, from joining the board of a Ukrainian gas company and representing companies in China. And he certainly should have resisted Hunter's attempts to impress clients by getting dad on the phone. And there it is in the vaunted pages of the Washington Post, an admission that there is indeed evidence linking Joe Biden to the Hunter Biden scandal. It likely all predates his current administration, but it's difficult to say if it's a crime or not. Ignatius's thinking was echoed by another source who knows what's really going on in Washington, D.C. Mitt Romney is now retiring and there's no reason not to say what's on his mind. Do you think you're too old? What about Biden and Trump, who are way older than you? Do you think they should be rerunning? Oh, I think it would be a great thing if both President Biden and former President Trump were to stand aside and let their respective party pick someone in the next generation. Uh, President Trump, excuse me, President Biden, when he was running, said he was a transitional figure to the next generation. Well, time to transition. Uh, David Ignatius this morning made a strong argument uh, that we should see that kind of a change. I think both parties would be far better served if, uh, if they were going to be represented by uh, people uh, other than those of us from the baby boom generation. Most Americans have now baked in the fact that Biden's son did benefit from his father's name. And it just seems logical Joe Biden knew about it. He very possibly benefited from it. Romney and Ignatius may be correct that Joe isn't the ideal candidate for 2024. But there aren't obvious alternatives. One thing must remain top of mind. We cannot let Donald Trump anywhere near the White House again. America will not survive another Trump administration. And we can't bet the U.S. Constitution on the very good odds that Biden will beat Trump in the next election. This means we can't let the rest of this Russian operation to oust Joe Biden and reinstate Donald Trump run its course. Which brings me to David Letterman, of all people. When I was at CBS News, I had to cover the stunning operation to oust David Letterman from his top job 
on The Tonight Show based on claims that he loved his staff a lot. Now, to be clear, Letterman was our colleague at CBS, and the allegations involved a colleague at CBS News, and there's really no comparison between a talk show host and the President of the United States. But to everyone's surprise, Letterman went on the air that night and confessed to it all. It worked, and the storm blew over, and Letterman survived. We cannot let Trump run, and we cannot allow the operation to elect Donald Trump known as the Hunter biden Burisma operation, to succeed. Biden can credibly argue that most retired politicians lobby after they leave office. Maybe some of them do it through their family members to maintain perceptions of independence. There's no doubt all of this seems unseemly. But it's not crime, certainly not the type of crime that Trump is involved with. And it's not the type of crime that threatens the bedrock system that is the United States. After all, it's very easy to argue that a former vice president can't really survive on $250,000 and provide for his family, rattled by grief and other tough challenges. To be sure, this is a very disappointing chapter in the Biden family history, but it doesn't take away from his incredible achievements in his first term as president. Does it shake my belief that Biden is perhaps one of the greatest presidents in U.S. history a claim I've made many times on Twitter, maybe a little. But we do live in a very different world now than before Donald Trump. And so I cut Joe some slack on this. Let's see what comes out of what happens next. Donald Trump is a criminal, a psychopath with a penchant and a track record that could destroy the United States. He's animated support from our adversaries and he has blood on his hands. He's now been indicted four times on almost 100 charges, and he's backed by an ever-growing, limitlessly funded right-wing media network. I think it's safe to assume as well that while the Hunter Biden information is very much a product of Russian disinformation, it's likely there's more to come, especially because a lot of the Biden allegations involve Hunter's dealings with China, and the Russian-Chinese alliance will release more information to taint Biden the closer we get to the election. So while the betting is good that Biden will trounce Trump today, there is no question we can't risk another Trump presidency, even if it means we'll get another Biden term. I've been on the record that I believe Joe Biden will go down as one of the greatest presidents in the United States history, and I stand by that. His first term record, including his diplomatic jiu-jitsu, is a result of remarkable pragmatism tied to a fundamental connection to what it means to be an American. If he is the Democratic candidate running against Donald Trump, my analysis will remain the same. But the White House and Democrats must get their heads out of the sand. It's just not true that Hunter didn't benefit from Joe Biden's name. And it's also likely true that Biden himself benefited from Hunter's activities. This is not information coming from the GOP. This is information coming from Russia and China. Odds are Biden will win against any Republican even if he is impeached. But he needs to get ahead of the claims, which will get worse before they get better. And Donald Trump must not be allowed to run in the upcoming election. And neither should any candidate who violated the U.S. Constitution by supporting an insurrection. And if the reason Biden wants Trump to run is because he knows he can beat him, then he is taking a calculated risk on the Constitution, which we should not do at this time, when the enemies of democracy have invested so heavily 
in America's destruction. Joe Biden does not want to be the domino that's responsible for the collapse of the structure that's held up America for 250 years. Every minute of narratives reporting, every story that we break is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where truth lives. One day you'll tell the story of autocrats, crooks, and kings who came for our freedom. A story of citizens who stood up to tyranny and won. The people prevailed and renewed an old vow to a more perfect union. And that was just the beginning. The story continues. Narrative. Where truth lives. <laughs>